Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, strike updates, first responder career opportunities, and new V8 sedans. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim, right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim DePasquale, upholster to the stars and mowing maniac. <laughs> I got to mow, man. I got to mow. How you doing? You got to mow. I, hey, I got an update on Little Eddie, the Escape, my yeah. 2020 Escape hybrid. Yeah. Um, I did get the oil changed, finally. Yeah. yeah. So after uh, 15,000 miles, it still had 17% life left in the oil. We changed the oil and filter with, uh, as usual, um, what do you call that stuff? Uh, oil. Synthetic. Synthetic. Yes. Yeah. That's that's. But at the same time, uh, we're we're having to replace the rear shocks, mm-hmm. and a motor mount is broken. Oh. So we're waiting. Thank God, Ford is still moving parts through their system. So mm-hmm. we're uh, we're expecting the motor mount tomorrow. The shocks. 275 bucks for a pair of rear shocks. They're not available except from Ford. And I took one of them out of the box when I got it. It doesn't look like, kind of like a normal shock, but not the way it bolts up. Okay. It's different. It's different. Yeah, so that's my update on Little Eddie. Okay. What else did you do last weekend? Mow. That's all you did? That's all I did. So I got time for man. I got to mow. <laughs> hey, you know, I was at the big big box store. Yeah. With the the orange uh, apron people, mm-hmm. and they have the Christmas. <laughs> oh the, my goodness! They got the Halloween decorations they've had for I don't know since since July. Yeah, 4th. since Fourth of July, <laughs> right? I, I walked in there cleaning the whole area out where I know they put Christmas trees, mm-hmm. and I just went. You know, the crew that comes is not the people that work at the store. It's a crew that comes and sets up all that stuff uh-huh. and I, I went over there because i couldn't help myself and i said what are we getting rest- ready for easter he said no don't oh. he said don't rush it i said we're, <laughs> we're, we're gonna start putting christmas trees in next week and i said don't rush oh, it and he says yeah he says well you know so what october november you know you're just so yeah. wore out about christmas stuff by just the time december gets here that, really um, how dry do you suppose a tree will be that got cut in September? Well, I know these are the artificial trees. Okay. But, well. you know, the way my mind works, I'm thinking, well, why don't we mix the two together in, a, in an area of the store? Right. Put the witches with the Christmas trees. Mm, and and the Thanksgiving turkey and, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 put yeah, it yeah, all yeah. in there at the same yeah, time. We didn't have right? like a, a dia- holiday yeah. uh, display. Holiday display of everything. Mm-hmm. Throw why the Easter, let's just throw the Easter bunny in there. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, car shows and festivals everywhere. Everywhere. Important show dates, though, are October 7th, Secret Santa Car Show uh, at the University of North Georgia. And uh, let's see if it gives you... It gives the 3820 Monday Mill Road, Oakwood, University of Georgia, Mm -hmm. uh, North Georgia. 
it's going to be at that at the building they have there with the restrooms and uh, it's just a nice facility to have a car show. Right. And they've got trees and you know, uh, not Christmas trees, but they've got regular trees mm-hmm. that you can. But Santa will be there at noon. Okay. Because that's hence the name, Secret Santa Show. Right. Fourteen years running, they've raised over a hundred thousand dollars for kids in Oakwood. Wow, that's great. So it's it's just great. It'll, it'll be a good time. On the 8th, which is unusual, is a, not 8th isn't unusual, but it's a car <laughs> show on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's at Chateau Elan. Okay. And it's for the Military Foundation, uh, the Chateau Elan Military Foundation. And that is a great show. They have some uh, acrobatics that they do, uh, uh, a particular group flying airplanes. Mm-hmm. going over the show, and they do that three or four times during the show. It's, it's just something different at a car show. It's pretty right. neat. This year, all the cars are going to be out on the front lawn in front of the chateau. Okay. And the people that are coming to look at the cars will be parked around the back in uh, mm-hmm. some other areas. But they've made it They've made it so you know you don't have to walk so far or anything if you're there. Oh, if good. You're there. If it's, you're it's like all, me, it's old. It's pretty. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to even... wonder if I could ride my tractor touch. over there. No, I don't. I can mow the grass for I don't know. Is it an antique? <laughs> you, you, can... you are, I know. I, I am. Tractor, no, the tractor's beat up, but it's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> all right. October 14th, of course. Uh, well, October 14th is two things. Northeast Georgia Swap Meet mm-hmm. and Matul Petit Le Mans, which actually starts on the 11th when you okay. get into the track. So. Yeah, that'll be a All good huge stuff. good time. Oh, yeah. All right. How about an auto workers strike update? Uh, folks, we're watching this like you're watching it on 24-hour news. Mm-hmm. And, uh, heck, by the time we say anything on the radio, it could be already settled. Right. So, um, but there was some stuff they did. When was it? Last Friday? Is Last that Friday. Um, right. One of the uh, plants actually uh, settled. They're one of the... How, how would you move? How would you say one of that? the unions, the unions one in Canada, in yeah, the one, the one in Canada, Canada yeah. settled, right? And, uh, and they're cutting Ford some slack because they say they Ford is actually taking steps to negotiate, so they're leaving Ford alone for the time being. However, they have shut down 38 of GM and Stellantis parts distribution centers and if you don't know Stellantis that's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram yeah but they make parts a lot of these people make parts for a lot of different people this is already uh, affecting our business because now if we order a part from a dealer if the dealer doesn't have it in stock you can't get it from the parts distribution warehouse because there are on strike so what we are having to do is when you deal with the same parts people for the same type vehicles every time you build a relationship so they will tell you if another dealer has the part in stock so we uh, for instance today ordered a part and it of course our dealer didn't have it in stock but a dealer in tennessee has it so we're having it shipped from tennessee and that's how this is going to go until there aren't any parts here's the the dirty little secret though some of the people that work at these parts parts plants aren't covered under the same situation as the auto manufacturers are mm-hmm. uh, because of their they're they're in a different a different what would you call it tier of, okay. of what they do uh-huh so they may get some they may get unemployment they may not get benefits from the union if they're on strike it gets I, so political I, it gets so political yeah. it's absolutely right but the the union that did settle um one of them settled that was the canadian uh ford division yeah. And I don't know how that transfers over to uh, UAW, but 
they do they did in settling provided a template mm-hmm. that maybe some of the other manufacturers yeah can. they said uh take off hey eh? we want to work <laughs> i don't think they <laughs> you remember bob and doug mckenzie uh, yeah i remember <laughs> oh boy do i remember bob and doug it was good stuff. oh that was it was good stuff all right but that's uh that's some of the the updates that we have so far on the auto workers strike mm-hmm. now I've got a take on a on an engine here that is uh, available from one of the speed outlets. So we have a location here in Georgia in McDonough. And uh, anyway, this is something that I saw on TV's engine power. You know how I am about the engine shows. Yeah. Uh, this is a Ford 300 inline six. What do you got in your van? Uh, it's a 5.4. Okay. But the inline six, the 300, oh. it's oh. indestructible. Absolutely indestructible. Anyway, these uh, guys that do this this Power uh, Nation TV thing built this engine, and it made 522 horsepower, 597 foot-pounds of torque. Wow. And it's available from our friends in, in McDonough and uh, in a kit form now. Really? So that's that's pretty cool. So Yeah. Yeah, it's about three grand plus whatever else you need to put it in your particular vehicle. Um, but uh, just Google it. Yeah. 300 six-cylinder turbocharged Ford, and it'll be all over the internet. Okay. All right, you need parts for your classic muscle car restoration? Where are you going? Well, you're going to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our uh, podcast. So if you missed any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, you can listen to the show at your convenience, or you can listen to the show at any time on any of your favorite podcast sites. Back to you, bud. Was I rushing you? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back here, bud. On North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. I'll be right back. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by all three locations of Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Our next guest is Karen Nowakowski from Lanier Technical College. She is a program director of the Fire Science, Technology, and Emergency Management Systems. Welcome into Bud's Garage. Hi, hey, Karen. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, it is great to have you in here because we've talked about this program on the podcast and on the show before. How long How long have you been in vocational education? Were you at Lanier Tech when I was at Lanier Tech in Oakland? I was. So okay. I was there as a student, and then once I was really kind of finishing my degree, I ended up being a lab assistant for the previous program director, Tom Gaddy, mm-hmm. the late Tom Gaddy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was hired full-time. I think I've been there seven years, so I've hit my seven-year mark in August. Wow, we had Tim McDonald on the show with us, and, like and, and he's another person that started as a student and worked his way through the ranks. And uh, so what, what are your plans for vocational education uh, now that you're into it? Well, that's a great question because, you know, when I started, you know, I spent my whole career in public safety, and you always look for the next step, right? You always look to get promoted. And this is the first time in my entire career, whether it be public safety or really education, that I love where I'm at. Uh, you know, I'll never be able to fill the shoes of my dean, Beth Efner. She's fantastic. Um, but for me, what I see is gr- continuing to grow our program. I love the relationships that I have. So 
I don't foresee me leaving my position anytime soon, um, just because I feel like I'm really making a mark within our North Georgia territory. Oh yeah, they do. You, the first responders around here are unbelievable. We're incredible. That, up well, here. So that's, that's why I'm here. What What does fire science involve? A lot. It involves a lot. So it's it, a science. Yeah, Tim. it is. It is. Oh, that that so, fire stuff is scientific. We're really, we have a, such an interesting program because we have degree programs, we have certificate programs, and also diplomas. So to start off, one of our largest portions of our program is a certificate program, a Firefighter 1, Firefighter 2 certificate. That program is training entry-level persons to go into the field um, just as a basic Georgia firefighter. And so that certificate puts the students through over 400 of tra- 400 training hours that are required by the state. Um, they take the same certification test that if you were to go to a fire department or a fire academy at the state level. Um, so we're putting them through a course that mimics the same programs at the state level. So, uh, excuse me, but does no. that give them an advantage when they do go to a county to Absolutely. apply? Absolutely. So it's really interesting because there are some departments that will hire our students right out of our program and they put them through like maybe a two week remedial program. And then there's some that um, have our students go through an entire recruit school. But what it's doing is it's we're like an insurance policy for the for the departments around us. If a student goes through our program and they pass our program and they pass the state and national exams, it's really telling the departments that these students have been well trained. Mm -hmm. Right. They're capable of passing the national exam and they don't have to go into or they don't have to retake the exam so it's just the cost of training goes down for that person so they know that they're going to make it through the actual training and they don't have to retest and they're already certified wow that makes perfect sense i wonder if you have something like to teach my wife how to shut the stove off (laughs) <laughs> Make sure your candle's off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jody. Now, is there, were, were you a firefighter or EMT at, at some point now? Okay. I was. So I started my career in the Navy. And so okay. my first, well, let me even start before that. I always wanted to be a paramedic, and I never became a paramedic. But my love for EMS started when I was really young. And so I never thought that I was going to be a firefighter until I joined the Navy. And we were required. I was at a bombing range. And we were required to get our red card for our wildland firefighting certificate. I had one fire, one fire in the Ocala National Forest, and I just knew that that was the route I wanted to go. So, you know, I spent four years in the Navy. I ended up doing a lot of radar and communications. And when I got out, I just didn't know anything about structural firefighting. And I ran into some people um, just on a random Sunday. They told me about the city of Alpharetta, and so that's where I started. I actually started off as a volunteer for the city of Alpharetta, and then I went part-time. But I knew that I wanted, I always said I wanted to go to the city of Atlanta. And uh, a lot of people were like, no way, you'll, you'll never make it through recruit school. And I was like, well, challenge accepted. Uh, there you go. Yep. And um, I did. I went to the city of Atlanta, and I retired early after 13 years when this position at Lanier Tech um, came open. It was just a really great opportunity, and I just couldn't pass up. Um, leaving Linear Tech. So, yes, to answer your question, yes, I started. Um, I got my Firefighter 1. I have my EMS. I have my EMT Intermediate. I have Fire 1, Fire 2. I, I love hazmat, so I became a hazmat technician. So I was able to work my way up through the ranks, just like our students at Linear Tech are doing in our certificate and degree programs. How long does it take for a student to come in and go through these different programs? I know there's different exit points. Right. But how long before they can come in and, and be a career EMT or paramedic or firefighter? 
So for the state of Georgia, in order to be a firefighter, you're only required to have firefighter one and hazmat awareness. So we offer that program in 16 weeks. We can do that in eight weeks, but we choose to do it for 16 weeks because most of our students either have families or they're working full-time jobs. And so that works in their schedule. So we can really put a certified firefighter out in the field within 16 weeks. And that's them coming four days a week, um, you know, for four and a half hours a day, approximately. And then they're doing some online schooling. But then ultimately what we want them to have in the state of Georgia is Fire 1, Fire 2, which is another certificate. And that particular certificate is eight weeks. To go into further to that is North Georgia really is pushing to have EMT basics and advances. So if you were to go through the process, just your certifications and EMT, specifically with linear tech, linear tech, it takes about a year and a half. And they're coming out with all the state and national certifications required to work in the state of a Georgia. A year and a half. year and a half. And you've That's got, just EMT, though. Yeah, but you've got a career that you can take nationwide. Well, what's really interesting is we have high school students that are coming out of, like, our we have a dual enrollment program at Hall County. They're being offered positions making in the mid-40s right out of high school because they went through our dual enrollment programs. Wow. It's, it's insane. And yeah. then they put them through, they may put them through an EMT school. They may have them go through EMT school at Lanier Tech. But we do. We have students that are coming in low to mid-40s going to to departments in our areas right out of high school. Before they graduate, they're being offered provisional job offers. Again, this is a, a question that's going to vary as far as the answers go, but what's the typical cost? Cost to go to our program? Mm -hmm. So it, once again, we are a program that has a high demand. So there are um, there's so many different financial aid you know, options. Sure. So we have the Hope Career Grant. So what we're finding is most of my students, especially in the class that I have now, um, I would say probably 95% of them actually went to school at no cost and were receiving money back. Wow. And so, and the only reason that number comes into play is because we were doing some changes to get those students into firefighter too, and they all had financial aid. So, um, but between that, you know, we're $100 a credit hour and we're 15 credit hours in our program yeah adds some fees in there you know we do the math it's it's not expensive to go to school get your certification and it really helps the students go ahead and get a job because we are we are their insurance company we're their insurance policy yeah for sure how deep does the hazardous materials part of the program go? It seems like that would be very difficult to learn and probably something that anyone might experience when you get out there with crashes and take for instance the train derailment up in ohio right you know where it was that was horrible but so, if, if you're a you know fireman having to respond there are so many different levels to be trained as a hazmat operator technician or you know whatever it is so for us we go into the hazmat operator position which really allows them to identify the hazard material we're able to Mitigate it, to, mitigate it to a point, but we do not at Linear Tech, just because of resources available, um, go past the hazmat operator um, certificate. But it's a lot of work, and that's hands down the hardest exam that my students take is I'm the sure. hazmat operator, and it's a national exam. Yeah. Great. Karen Nowakowski, uh, Program Director of Fire, Fire Sciences, Technology, and Emergency Management Programs from Linear Technical College. How can folks learn more real quick? So they can go to the Lanier Tech website at Lanier Technical College or LanierTech.edu. 
Um, we also do have a Facebook page. It's Lanier Tech Fire Science Technology Program that they can go ahead and visit. We try to post updates and pages to that as well. Perfect. Thanks for taking the time to be with us here at Bud's Garage. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More, and all three locations of Complete Auto Parts, Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville. Shop garage or driveway, we have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. Okay, you guys, I got a quick trivia question for you and Bill. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the official pace car of Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta is? Uh, no, I don't. Bill? It's the one that starts out in front. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's an amazing oh, grasp of the obvious, yeah. yes, but uh, then it pulls off the track. Yeah. Uh, it is actually a Chevrolet Corvette. Oh, of course it is. Now, do you know where you can see all the hottest Chevrolets out there and all that's coming down the line in Chevrolet world? Well, at Hardy Next Chevrolet. Well, eventually. Your guess, Bill? That was going to be my guess, Hardy Chevrolet. Where else would you want to go? Before you go to Hardy Chevrolet, go to Motul Petit Le Mans Vendor Village. Chevrolet will be there. Oh. And they have a huge, I mean huge display of everything they make, everything that's coming down the line. The hot rods, the SUVs, uh, and, and you know, you can get a lot of rumors started at the Chevrolet tent. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Hardy Chevrolet and place your order. Okay. You see Mike Cormier and order yourself a new Z06 or an E-Ray or something like that. And, uh, you know, they're on 2115 Brownsbridge Road, where they invite you to find new roads in a hardy Chevrolet. Okay. All right. That's who's bringing you this segment right now. So I talked to Mike Cormier, general Mm -hmm. manager, last week. Uh, He's like the rest of us concerning the auto worker strike. It's whatever you hear in the news. Um, Good news is that they have good new and used stock right now. Now, like you and I have talked to him, we don't know how long any of this is going to last with the strike thing. Right. Or, you know, what it's going to do to the parts business. Didn't you tell me you were having trouble getting parts already? Yeah. For some stuff? Yeah, they, well, they've shut down all the parts distribution centers for Chrysler and GM. So if your dealer doesn't have the part in stock, hmm. you're not getting it. Well, right now they're loaded up with Silverados, Suburbans, Traverses and Tahoe's mm-hmm. and one of the most affordable and coolest looking Chevrolets out there I'm going to let you take it away with this Tim uh, and tell us about this vehicle okay. it's been redesigned in the past uh, year it's, and it is it's cool very exciting the new Chevy tracks for 2024 um, it's been made longer it's front wheel drive only it, it grew 11 inches. It's two inches wider. It's three more inches of legroom in the second row. And you know how I am about second row legroom. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. huge. Yeah, you're the, we went to the car show. You were jumping in the, the, in the back seats I get of in cars. the back seat. Yeah, you always know there's plenty of room in the front seat. Get in the back seat, though, and see how much legroom there is. I want to be comfortable when I'm being driven around. Oh, well, you when know. you're being driven around. Okay. Yeah. You, you also, with the new tracks, you get six more cubic feet of storage space in the cargo area. 
and uh, the, the the starting price is what's awesome oh, twenty one thousand four hundred ninety five dollars yeah. and then they've got different packages you, you can get but the 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 LT which is the sweet spot package is twenty three thousand three hundred ninety five. It's still a bargain. I don't think you can get them up up much past twenty five twenty six even right, when you load them right. up all the way. And, and it's now a the, looker. The technical portion of this is it's powered by a one point two liter turbocharged three cylinder inline engine, hundred and thirty two horsepower, hundred and sixty two pounds feet of torque, six speed automatic. As I said before, it's front-wheel drive. Zero to 60, 8.5 seconds. That's not terrible, you know, for a, a three-cylinder turbo engine. No, there was a time during the smog days when a Corvette had trouble right. making those kind of times. Right, so, and, and it gets 28 miles to the gallon in the city and 32 on the highway. So if you're looking for something to scooter poot around town in, this might be it. Or if you're looking for a car for your kid to take to college or just a, a, a car to have around. I mean, it'd be a great ride. If you're looking for something to what? Scooter poot around it? Scooter. That, that's a southern term that I never heard uh, in West Virginia. Uh, it's scooter poot. Scooter poot? Yeah. Okay. I was looking for something for the old lady to scooter poot around town in. So uh, you got one of them Chevy tracks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scooter poop. Uh, and I might not have one, but at Hardy Chevrolet, they've got probably several of them. And the thing is that they are very good looking. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, it looks like a kind of a yeah. uh, smaller version of the Blazer, yeah. which is a very good looking vehicle. Chiseled, good good looking mm-hmm. vehicle. You know, if you're like us and you, and you wonder how you got to October so quick. Yeah. December is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Now, why would that be important to somebody that's got a business where they use service trucks if december is right around the corner oh right because now would be the time to purchase a new truck to offset some of the big profits you made over the year well at least it's a tax write-off for yes you, right? absolutely because if you're like most of us folks that have ever had a service truck uh, the service truck is to keep you working all day long and uh, you don't often take time out to take care of it properly mm-hmm. sometimes and a lot of them just get run into the ground. Right. And it's a good time to uh, maybe look at getting some new trucks. And uh, uh, if you need your present one serviced or repaired, you can go see Donnie Weehunt. He's in the uh, service department, the truck service department. Uh, if the new vehicle inventory is good, guess what else people are looking for? Used. Used, yeah. Right. And, and they take in the good used vehicles. Uh, see Nick Jones out at the used car uh, sales department. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they can get you hooked up. Now, one thing that is exciting that Mike was telling me about is the, as we know, the Ultium platform that General Motors is using is, you know, the latest up to the minute mm-hmm. as far as uh, uh, adaptable platform, skateboard platform, if you will. Right. And they have already got a couple EVs coming in, EV blazers that are built on the Ultium platform. Oh, really? The Ultium platform, Yes. Whoa. So be the first on the block uh-huh. to have uh, the Altium platform. And, and the nice thing uh, about this is uh, these platforms are, as the dealers get them in on the different vehicles, and Hardy Chevrolet is ahead of the curve, they've already trained several of their mechanics on the Altium platform. Okay. So repairs are not going to be an issue or service is not going to be an issue because right. their guys already know what to do. Mm-hmm. E-Ray Corvette. One of the fastest vets out there. I asked Mike if they had ordered one yet, 
And uh, do you remember what I told you about the E-Ray Corvette? No, refresh my memory. It is faster than the Z06 Corvette. Okay. Because of that electric motor. Okay, so it's got an electric motor for the front axle. And it's got two electric motors on the front axle. And then it's got your mid-engine uh, Corvette engine behind the driver. And it the EV portion of it is only for short bursts. Mm-hmm. It's not... You know, it's got like a, a range of four miles. That's not the point. Right. The point is, if you're tracking the car or you're doing everyday driving, uh, as you as you need the extra oomph, mm-hmm. the electric motors provide that. Okay. And then you're back on the, the regular engine, which is which nothing is, regular about it. Right. And uh, <laughs> away you go. So, um, wow. I think it's cool technology. That'd be an awesome ride. Yep. And I'd hate to have bought a Z06 and get blown off by an E-Ray Corvette, which is uh, oh really uh, a little bit cheaper than the Z06. Oh, is it really? Yeah, and and you don't you know you, you can like I say you got the oomph when you need it, but you don't mm-hmm. have to uh, you know you don't have to be living with it Would all the time. Would you be ready to take another one of those high speed rides like you took in your Z06? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, check out all the stuff they've got. At Hardy Chevrolet, 2115 Browns Bridge Road. And remember what Charles Hardy always says. Remember, friends, for goodness sakes, if you're going to do it, let's do it with the Hardy boys. We love you and we need you. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage on North Georgia's install. WDUN. Don't go away. Welcome back in to Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Nationally backed CarQuest branded parts and the best national tire brands to keep you rolling down the highway. All right, Tim, I have another listener question. Fall tips from last week. And I'll ask you guys this, maybe. Okay. What is it, and where the heck is my cabin air filter located? Do you know well, where your cabin air filter is? Yeah, it's usually under the dash somewhere. You know, it's in the gets glove compartment different area. places in different yeah. cars, but somewhere around the glove box, under yeah. the glove box. Have you had yours it. changed, Bill? I have not. I, I did change my air freshener. Air freshener. <laughs> you got a new one of those <laughs> a new glade pine things. Yeah. I wonder why you were wearing pine cones under your shirt. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I just changed mine when I changed the oil. Uh, oh. So I got a new, and boy, did it look terrible! All that cigar smoke. Ouch. Well, you know what? With, I did not know that cabin air filter started in 2000. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. Unless somebody brings it up to you, I, I bet if we went out on the street and, you know, stopped people or walked up to them in <laughs> the stoplight and said, do you know where your cabin air filter is? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I have no we idea probably. what they'd tell us. But, um, you know, a lot of people don't know they even have these. And no. You got COVID. You got pollen that we have mm-hmm. around here. You, the kids got colds. They got right. the flu. They got the sniffles. All that stuff. It's going right into that filter. Into yeah. that filter. And mm-hmm. it, it lives there for a while. Sure. I would think that, the, let me explain. Your cabin air filter is like your air filter in your house, in your furnace. Sure. Okay. And it can only get so much crud out of the air before it's plugged up. Mm-hmm. Then your air doesn't work right, and your heat doesn't work right because it's got to blow through this thing. Right. So I would say at least you know once a season you should change this thing out. That's what I would think. They're cheap. Yeah. After Chris, you know, after the the winter season that we have, mm-hmm. you know, where the car is closed up. Yeah. You know, then it's time to change it. Then you got spring and you got the pollen and you got all that stuff. Right. Might be time to change it. You know. 
in after the fall. that and then in the summertime you, you've got the car closed up again with the air conditioner on. Yeah, so, same, same thing. And once a so, season. Once a season. Yeah. It's kind of like your smoke detector thing. Well, that's yeah. once a year. Once a season. <laughs> smoke detector. You don't have a smoke detector thing <laughs> no. in your car. No. That's a good darn thing that you yeah, don't, isn't it? I know. It? It, it would be going off all the time. But it, it's something I'd, I'd you know, mm-hmm. change four times a yeah. year. If you don't know where to get one, I do. Where would that be, bud? Any one of the three locations of complete auto parts in Cornelia, Clarksville, or Gainesville. And if you don't know, you know, how to put one in or don't want to read the owner's manual or something like that, mm-hmm. go see the guys at Oakwood Tire. Sure. They will order the one that you need for your car. Mm-hmm. Get it from complete, put it in for you, and you're on your way. Right. And I would also get everything else checked on your car. Sure. Well, when tire, next sure. time you get an oil and filter change and tire rotation, that there would be go. another thing to add. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just <laughs> okay. Well, so well, where do we go from there? Well, I, I've just got. <laughs> I was just getting there, Tim. Where have all the V8s gone? Well. Wasn't that a song? Yeah. No, that, no, what, no, no, that was where, Flowers where Gone. The, oh, okay. okay. Where have all the VH gone? You know, I was very uh-huh. surprised about this article, bud, because... They, yeah, well, wait a minute. Let me back up a minute. Okay. It's hard to get sedan... Well, SUVs kind of took over for sedans. Mm-hmm. But we still have some really, really great, if you're a sedan person... Right. V8-powered sedans. All right. I interrupted you. No, Take you're away right. I, well, I wasn't expecting this. When this came up, I, I had no idea. Because these vehicles, most of them, are not on my radar at all because of what they are. But uh, the one that was on my radar is the Dodge Charger, you know, with the 6.2-liter supercharged 717-horsepower engine. Um that I knew about, but these other ones, the Lexus IS 500 with a 5-liter normally aspirated engine, uh, the BMW M5 with a 4.4-liter twin-turbo. And that's what I noticed. All of these, the rest of these, just about every one is a smaller displacement, with a turbo. however, but they're twin-turboed. So the the horsepower numbers yeah, 600 are horsepower. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Six hundred horsepower. Uh, the, the Cadillacs, the Cadillac CT5 V Blackwing. I gotta go see if they got one of those at Jim Shorty. I just yeah. gotta take one for a stroll. Uh, think Marvin would let you take one for I a think, spin? I think he would. Yeah, yeah come pick me up. I'll behave. We'll I'll, take a. I'll yeah, behave. you won't behave. I will behave. Marvin will, <laughs> Marvin will ride with me. That's how I'll behave. <laughs> Last time that he went for a ride with me in a. <laughs> We we were on the road, and it had some kind of lane thing mm-hmm. where if you yeah. if you went over the center line, it vibrated the seat. Right. And oh, so you kept driving across it, the line. It was like so a you massage. Could... You know, you turn on the <laughs> oh, heated seat, but... and then you go across the center uh-huh. line. It vibrates, and you know people think you're out of control. But all right, back to where we were. Uh, we have the uh, Mercedes, uh, the Lexus, the BMW. M340i, AMG 743 uh, Mercedes. Uh, these are luxury. Cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I like the, the Porsche Panamera. That's one of my favorite cars. Uh, four liter turbo, twin turbo, yep. 620 horsepower. Horsepower, yeah. Wow. Of course, I'm sure that car is $175,000 probably. Well, that's, that's, that's kind of the trade off for these cars. You yeah, know? right. Because <laughs> I can't afford it. The Maserati Quattapote Trofeo. Uh, you know, V8-powered Italian sedan. Mm-hmm. Perfection. 3.8-liter V8. 
580 horsepower. And these are <laughs> these cars are just they're gorgeous. Yeah. They're just absolutely gorgeous cars. Uh, the Audi S8. That is a Savage Sleeper V8 powered sedan, four liter, uh, all sorts of horsepower. Like you say, hey, you know, speaking of that, but I had to go to a place to look at a car that's under process of restoration, and we're going to be doing some interior work on it. It's a 1938 uh, precursor to the Audi Auto Union. Yeah, Auto Union. Auto Union, and it is a six-cylinder supercharged engine. In this car. Now, is that the one that's got the slope back and kind yes. of the flat sides on it? Those yes. are so cool. Beautiful car. They are absolutely beautiful. Anyway, I, I, for those folks that were thinking the V8, you know, big Was cars done. are going away. Mm-hmm. Well. We still got some, uh, you know, some V8 muscle cars out there. The yeah. Challenger, or the Challenger being one of them, pony cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They they consider the Challenger a pony car? I don't know what they consider it now. Because you had like, one. Mm-hmm. Did, it have did. A lot of back, did. did it have a lot of backseat or not? No. Yeah, that's Barely any. Yeah, that's Barely cool. any. And you got that and you got the Mustang. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have and a bunch Camaro. of news. Yeah, well, the Camaro's going away, though. Yeah. We're going to have a, a bunch of news on the 2024 Mustang next time Aaron is in. Oh, really? So, uh, okay. You know, we'll, well, I'm looking forward some to that. Cool stuff. We have got... Uh, we usually do this at the end of the segment. I'm going to do it right now. Need parts for your classic V8 muscle car restoration? Where are you going? Well, you're going to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience, or go to your favorite podcast site, and you can also listen to the show anytime you like. And I have got a news flash for you from... Okay. Year one. What is it? They have come out with a new line of, we've talked about these before, but now they have a new vendor, and they're doing chrome, and they're doing gold center caps mm-hmm. for your honeycomb uh, wheels that you that For you the buy. Trans Am. For the Trans Am bandit mm-hmm. cars and stuff like that. The stuff is beautiful. Okay. And they've got a whole listing of which, which era of the Trans Am they fit, and they're period correct. And right now they've got special prices on them. As they're getting them shipped in. Oh, good. So I would check out their website if you're a Smokey and the Bandit person. You got a Trans Am, uh, right. and it's got you know maybe you've done the wheels, the oversized wheels like uh, like they uh, offer at year one, mm-hmm. seventeen, eighteen, or nineteens, or you've got an original one. You just want to. A lot of times you can get the wheels polished. You can get the wheels cleaned up. You can get them re-cleared. You can get them painted. There are companies that do nothing but wheels. Yeah, but. The center, center caps, caps are always the, the stickler. Right. You know, when I did the, when I was doing the Mustang, I, you know, I looked at the wheels and I'm thinking, oh, you know, you got to tear these things apart. And where are you going to get the little sticker that goes in there and the little clear piece that goes over the top of it? And, you know, this stuff's hard to get. Oh, yeah. So check it out if you're looking for center caps or you're doing wheels or anything like that. You know, but I did see the pictures that you posted on Facebook of the Mustang, and you bought those wheels right from year one. Right from year one. And that car looks outstanding. But boy, when I I put the wheels on, set the car down, it, it, it dawned on me. The ponies on the left side are facing the front. The ponies on the right side are facing the back. <laughs> okay, go, bud, stop. <laughs> and then, then I was trying to get all the ponies to have their feet on the ground at the same time. Oh, and you, can, you, can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that either. It's just me, I guess. Yes, it is just. We you. have a special <laughs> announcement concerning Bud's Garage Overdrive, the podcast. 
in the next, uh, starting next weekend, I think it is, I'm not sure of the date, but it's up to Bill. But we will be doing a two-part special encore interview with Rick Humphrey, president of Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, for the two weeks leading up to Matul Petit Le Mans. Okay. So he's going to be talking about baseball. He's going mm-hmm. to be talking about NASCAR. He was at Talladega Motor Speedway for a long time. He's going to be talking about IMSA, and he's going to have a whole bunch of information about Motul Petit Le Mans which is coming up in the 14th. I think the I think you can get in the Speedway on the 11th. The 11th, right, yeah, right. On the Wednesday or Thursday. And so, that, that you know, that's something we want you to keep up with because uh, sure. it's great for our local economy. It's an international event. So we're going to be talking about it on the, on the podcast because that's international. And you can also pick up Bud's Garage on any of your podcast sites or you can go to Access WDUN. And if you can't get there, it's a free app. Have your eight-year-old kid or grandson or somebody do it and, uh, you know, get you going. Like you say, press the buttons, click the links, and yeah, away you go. Yeah, it's easy. All right. It is time to let it go for another week. Remember okay. to keep between the ditches, shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here at Bud's Garage and North Georgia's News Talk, AM 515 FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.